Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Haley. And I'm Gina Marie. Hello, everybody. Hey, and Mr. Duke is here. Special guest. He's looking right at us. always have puppies in the background, y'all. We always have puppies. Mm-hmm. Hashtag real Dolly, life. Whether it's Brutus or Haley's parents' dog, Mr. Duke. IRL, y'all. In real life. One day we'll maybe have babies in the background. Right now we have puppies. Right now we have puppies and they are enough for us to handle. They're enough for us to handle. So what's going on, everyone? We're so happy to be with y'all on this nice, warm, sunny Texas day. It's November and it feels like July. It does feel like I was just like sweating outside. I told Haley I have to come back inside. It's just like too hot today. Too much. And I'm upset because I just got out a lot of my cute winter clothes. I've been wearing a beanie for a while, and now I have to go back. They'll come back around. It will. Welcome to Texas. For all of our non-Texas listeners, this is what we deal with. Yeah! It comes, and then it goes, and then the the nice cold weather comes back. Mm-hmm. So, we're here, and mm-hmm. we are happy to be another episode of TRL. T-R-L. Total Request Live. Ooh, I love it, I love it. This one came in from a listener, which is just super interesting because y'all know what? We have no idea where this will go. Yep. We have no idea where it will go. That's how we like it. That is how we like it because the, the Total Request Live, the question is, what's on your mind right now? Oh my gosh. What's not on my mind at any given time? There are so many things. Exactly. That's a great point. I am always in thinking. Wow. What is on your mind? Gina Marie, what is on your mind right now? Okay, I'm going to tell you a a few little things, actually. (laughs) Um, Well, first off, I have a little bit of a headache right now, so I'm not feeling my usual energy right now, so I feel a little bit like... like heavier towards Mm -hmm. the ground um so I am curious about that with myself like as as to why I have this headache and I hope I'm then of course my mind is like well I hope I'm not getting sick Mm -hmm. automatically going I hope I'm not getting sick you know what though you never get sick I rarely get sick. That is true. So that's like a to me a silly concern because Gina Marie has a great immune system. Well, do you she want never me to tell sick. you why I really think I have a good immune system? Why? This is very bold statement. I think I'm actually um, uh, what is the word? I'm very um, I'm around a lot of germs. Basically, is what I'm trying to say is that like I am used, my body is used to a lot of germs. So as a teacher, the kids always have germs, always have germs. Yes, they do. And um, the, another very um, real statement: Macy knows all about this. I will be honest; I don't really wash my hands that much. Well, so you have been exposed <laughs> and have now created a very powerful system. I have a very, or, or I just am like germy myself. Do you think? <laughs> Do you think? I was thinking about that today, actually. I was like, 
maybe I am like maybe I have some sort of like bug or something like always in you I'm curious I was curious about that yeah Mm. that like fights off other bugs yeah 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 exactly (laughs) like I have like one strong bug see this conversation is already I'm already at the point where I'm like maybe we should restart Uh, so so yes I'm very strong immune system and I'm not sure if that is a it is a good thing and I hope that it's because of just the fact that I have a strong immune system and not because I have some sort of bug or something no I don't think you have a bug I also think that's real though I mean Mm -hmm. they say teachers especially in their first couple years of teaching get sick all the time Mm -hmm. and then have very strong immune systems Mm -hmm. because your your immune system gets more defensive and stronger at fighting things off so here you are yes and I also I've heard that too of and someone tell us if there's science behind this I sense there is is actually people who are always washing their Mm -hmm. hands and like very very germy about that um, germy or like a uh, like a germaphobe. Yeah, you know, like always hand sanitizer, always washing yes. hands. I used to be like that, so it takes one to know one. Um, especially because I worked in the hospital for a while, and so yeah, and they, and they ask you to do right. That. So it's really intense there, mm-hmm. and I and I just got in the habit. And though I say I got in the habit, I also was just scared of getting sick because I used to get sick all the time, and I think it was though because when I was in college, I was part-time at the school, mm-hmm. at the elementary school, and then part-time at the children's hospital. Yes. So between those two things, over two You're years, hands three years, the and then I got sick all the time. Oh, no. And so I, I do, I, I really do, I now believe there is some validity to just like, yeah, wash your hands when you get dirty and when it's appropriate, and the, the, the obsessive, compulsive hand sanitizer all the yes. time. I yes. sense that that's not the best for us. Yes, it's actually funny that you said that because I had a student today who walked in with his own hand sanitizer, the one that you like pump out. <laughs> and he, of course, he was like, Do you want some? I was like, Sure. And then he passed it around the whole room. And he is like an obsessive, kind of like quirky mm-hmm. kid. And I was like, Oh man, here we go. He's going to be bringing this in every day. Mm-hmm. So, my other thing that I was thinking about, this feeds into it too, is um, teaching right now. My students right now are very challenging for me. Mm. They're very challenging for me. They have a lot going on. And, I mean, I guess we all did at that age. However... How old are they right now? Which ones have a lot going on? Um, Well, 6th through 8th grade. Mm. That was a mess, 6th through 8th grade, I Yes, think. but it's like a different kind of mess. Like, they're mm. a mess because... Um, uh, their parents aren't talking or they're a mess because um, they're, they've been diagnosed with depression or they're a mess. You know, it's just, it's like heavier things at such yes. a young age. Yes. Like one of my students, I had him stay back today and I was like, what is going on? Like every time I look over, you're draped over your desk. You can barely keep your head up. Mm-hmm. You have no excitement in your eyes. Yes. And I said, are you okay? And he said, no. And I said, well, are you talking to someone about this? And he said, no. And I said, um, you need to talk to someone about, no, I can't talk to anyone about this. The, the feeling that I'm getting from my students right now is they have the weight of the world mm. on their shoulders. And then what's challenging of being as teacher is they don't want to, um, connect with you about mm-hmm. it. And so it's this real, it, I feel detached from them in mm-hmm. that way. And then they act out. Yes. Which then so, you have to manage. Yeah. Then I have to manage. So, um, 
so for me right now, what I've been really thinking about is, um, is the younger generations, which mm. I know is like such a weird thing to say when you're only, well, I'm about to be 32 in January. Yes, you are. Um, and I'm very concerned about them. Mm-hmm. I think it also kind of feeds into the vote today, right? <laughs> Maybe there needs to be um, a change. There needs to be a change because I feel like society and and people in general, older generations, are really failing the younger generations. Mm. Well, and there's something my sense because I agree with you, Junior. There's when I was in sixth grade, sixth grade to eighth grade, you know, and I was very blessed as I know we were to have a family that was, uh, my parents stayed together mm-hmm. and my parents are still together. They are not divorced. They're still married. Mm-hmm. They're still together in that way. And it wasn't a big thing yet. I don't think to take your young children to a psychiatrist or to a doctor and get them prescribed for mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, um, OCD, mm-hmm. uh, ADD, ADHD, all of that. It just wasn't as common right? yet. And I sense there was a place for that then. Like my parents have even said uh, with my brother, and my brother is now on medication for ADD, and he takes something every day. Now in his adult life, he's almost 30. And though my mom has always shared, my parents are both educators too, so my parents are both teachers, elementary school teachers. And than principal, so like they know all this age, right? K to five and then six to eight. Mm-hmm. Six to nine was what the school was in Saudi Arabia when I was there. Still is, I think. And they say that some type of medication might have really helped my brother in mm. school. Like he struggled through school mm-hmm. his whole life. And teachers always are like, he just can't, he won't focus. Right. He can't pay attention. Right. I can't get it. He's not dumb he knows the things yet we can't get him to focus Mm -hmm. and so we just had such a hard time in school and my parents and my mom would always sit with him at the table doing homework and doing extra stuff and so I'm not saying there's not a place for that and my sense of is is that when we were growing up you didn't do that at all Mm -hmm. almost like as one extreme and now it's gone to the other extreme Mm -hmm. somebody doesn't pay attention one time in class and you throw them in medication. Oh, absolutely. A kid's a little emotional or sad or upset about something and instead of addressing the root of the problem, put them on medication. Oh, Tell absolutely. Tell them they're depressed. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's my, my own opinion but my personal belief that labeling all these things is so mm-hmm. damaging, mm-hmm. especially at a young age to tell a kid you're depressed, you're anxious, mm-hmm. you have... You have ADD. Mm-hmm. They simply start relating to themselves as what people tell them they are. For sure. And and we and with that, you know, some children might suffer from depression or have ADD to manage. Mm-hmm. And I'm managing my ADD. I'm working on um, focusing, or mm-hmm. I'm working on my anxiety, or not letting my anxiety mm-hmm. run me. Right, there's, I'm just saying it. There are different ways to say it. You mm-hmm. know, just label little kids with depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. ADD. Because then they carry that with them. Oh, yeah. What you're experiencing, my sense is so strongly. Because I remember that as a kid. When, when, um, I have two things to say. One, when people would call me like, you're athletic. Mm-hmm. Or you're, exactly. Or you're bigger than the other yes. girls. Like, that just stuck mm-hmm. with me for life. Mm-hmm. And now we're putting these really, like, strongly charged words on little children. 
And that, that's going to stick with them. Oh, and it's how they um, explain themselves. Like, yes. I've heard them in my class yes. say to the other kids, oh, well, I'm... I'm I'm anxious or I I am OCD or whatever mm-hmm. it is and it's not it's it's not where they see themselves as anything else but that. Like right. that's their sole identity. Right. Mm-hmm. And what was the second thing I was going to say? I don't know. I'll say something else. And uh, my sense is is there's really an opportunity like you're saying for us to start to talk to younger generations really about their emotions their e mm-hmm. their eq we talk so much about iq yes. and we never talk about eq and um and i don't think we like I'm trying to think back when i was growing up we did a little bit of that in my family and, it, and not a lot mm-hmm. like not noticing oh you're feeling sad today that's okay mm-hmm. why do you think you feel sad mm-hmm. okay is there something you could do about that mm-hmm. it was it was um and not that, not that my parents ever did anything wrong. It just wasn't common. Mm-hmm. It wasn't common to talk about your emotions. Right. Right. And instead, now it's used as an excuse. Right. Right. Instead of addressing it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that, that one student, I said, um, when I asked him, are you talking to anyone about this? He said, no. And then in the next sentence, he told me that he goes to his doctors mm. this week. I said, well, are you talking to your doctors? No. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to swing in the other direction and just fill him with as much love and confidence mm. and support as I possibly can. So I was, you know, telling him how special he is and how amazing he is. And every time I would say it, he would respond with no, mm. no, no. And it was, it was just so heartbreaking because even, I mean, even challenging times when I was a kid and I thought that I wasn't smart or I mm-hmm. thought I wasn't talented, um, I always knew that I was unique loved. and special mm-hmm. and loved and um, had something to give. Um, it, it's sad to me that they don't mm-hmm. even, most of them, not all of them, not even most of them, I guess some of them, um, don't even realize that. Yes. So I have a heavy heart as a teacher today, and I actually was thinking, I was like, gosh, I don't know, um, I don't know how teachers do it where they, they like your parents, where they mm-hmm. teach for years. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like in the 20 and 30 year range, because it is such important work, and it is exhausting work. I mean, we just worry about these kids all the time, mm-hmm. and um, so... That's what's on my mind. That was the other thing I was going to say. I'm glad you said that was, you know, we're telling them they're anxious or depressed or whatever. And yet not, not giving them the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. Even if we think it, we're not sharing mm-hmm. it with them and telling them mm-hmm. as much, vocalizing it. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's so important to be told that. Oh, yeah. I mean, even as an adult, I need that in my relationship. Oh, my gosh. I need it constantly. Constantly, mm-hmm. I need it from you. I need it from Everett. I need yes. it from my parents. Mm-hmm. I need it from my bosses, from my coworkers. Like it's a constant reminder of who I am is reflected back at me from the people in my life who are important to me. Yes. And for children who don't have that, that's challenging. Very challenging. It's be hard for them. I know. And I, I agree with you. I don't know what teachers we love you we love Gina you Marie included. And all of our teachers you are angels and you're saints and you're making a difference if yes. you're doing what you're doing. and parents you make a difference mm-hmm. I mean I think that's one of the biggest um pieces of gosh 
of advice that I would give to to someone who is a parent of a sixth through eighth graders is that you make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like you make such a big difference, and when you're invested and when you're yes um, giving love and support, it goes so far. And you know, and I can remember actually. One of the biggest things, if I look back, that I would say to my parents, like, when I was mad or upset, and at that age, too, like, there's so many, at least as a female, I can only speak for myself, so many hormones. Oh, yeah. And emotions. Oh, yeah. And ups and downs and highs and lows. And, though, I can remember oftentimes, like, the biggest thing that I had a complaint about was, like, not feeling heard. Mm-hmm. And, and at that age, I was just like, you don't understand me. Right. You don't understand it. You'll never understand. And, like, of course... And I'm sure I'll get the same thing when I'm a parent someday. As a parent, we're like, we know you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they have a different perspective. And, though, I think it's important to remember that, like, in my little world as a, like, 13-year-old, mm-hmm. it was a huge deal. I was like, you don't understand. Like, you don't get it. And so, what I want to remember, too, for everyone in my life and for when I have children one day is to take the time to listen. Mm-hmm. To just listen. And sometimes it takes a lot to oh, just yeah. sit there and listen. It does. Oh, it does. Especially in the face of emotions. Because I know mm-hmm. I was emotional at that age. Mm-hmm. Big time. Mm-hmm. And then to feel heard and understood is a big deal. Right. Well, and I really do feel like what um, is instilled in each one of these students at this, at that age, 6th or 8th grade is what carries them through to the, through their mm. adult lives too and um it's just such an important time in the human life mm-hmm. what do you got on your mind hmm. now i have this on my mind <laughs> Not, now i have this on my mind what did i have on my mind well recently one thing that's been on my mind i was thinking about this last night is and I know we talked about this on the podcast before, but it's like in taking care of myself mm-hmm. and making time to do that. So last night, you'll love this, Gina Maria. Last night, I went to yoga, took Gina Marie's classes. Oh, yes. Phenomenal. Thank you. And went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I have been attempting to cook more, like yes. cook myself dinner more. Yes. And so I got myself groceries. I made homemade pizza, gluten-free pizza. Oh. So good. Sure. Did and you just get a gluten-free dough? They have Red Baron. Oh, yes. A red yes, yes, red yes. mill. Red, it's not Red Baron. Red Baron's a gluten-filled pizza. Are you uh, talking about Bob's, Bob's Mill? Bob's Mill. Oh, I know Bob. I listened to a podcast about him. Oh, yeah? Do we like him? Amazing story of how he got started. Okay, yes, I can't yes, wait yes, to yes, listen yes. to it. Well, he has like a flour mix. Yes. So you actually take the mix, yes. mix it with eggs and water and create the dough. And then create it that way. Wow. Uh, very I know. Good. Go me. I've been looking at different recipes, trying different things that I have for myself. Mm-hmm. And I also, at Sprout Sprouts. Love Sprouts. Love Sprouts. Saw D there. Oh, Shout out. Hey. She ran away from me. I caught her. And got myself some red wine. I bought myself flowers. Ooh. I came home and I unpacked my groceries. I took the dog store and I started cooking. Oh my god. And then I watched Sex in the City. <gasps> this is literally the best night I've have ever heard of. It was the best night. And it was, 
you know, for me especially, I know we've talked about this on the podcast, and I'm, I'm still in the work of it, people, of, you know, finding the balance, mm. especially with mm. Everett. And, um, you know, and right now, too, I was telling Gina Marie, I was a little sad today because we're both feeling a little down today. Mm. I also have a little bit of a headache. Must be oh, something God. in the air. Is it the germs? It's something. It's the germ. Maybe <laughs> I have a germ. We need a hand sanitizer. Do I? Do I have a germ? Um, and anyway, he travels for work a lot, and he travels unexpectedly for mm-hmm. work a lot, which can be challenging for us, and more so for me. I'll speak for me. And so it's finding the balance of seeing him often to not mm-hmm. seeing him at all to all of a sudden we have a date planned and events planned right. and. Then Nothing because right. he has to go out of town for work. And so for me, really finding the balance, you know, pre-Everett in Haley's life, you know, I was really great about taking care of myself because mm-hmm. that's all I had to think about. Mm-hmm. And so what was on my mind today and last night is really taking the time to, when I have it, to invest in myself, to nourish yes. myself, to yes. continue to cook for myself that's something I've been wanting to do for so long and I've been better at it and actually Everett's really supported me in that because we'll cook mm-hmm. together now yes. and those will be our date nights is we'll cook together or grill and just reminding myself of how important it is to create a well-balanced life yeah and and you know and and my connection and communication with all the people in my life that I love Oftentimes it's something, one thing that takes over in our lives, whether it's our job Mm -hmm. or our relationship or exercise Mm -hmm. or yoga, you know, you know, whatever it is that is, um, you know, if the whole is a hundred percent takes up 70 to 80% of our lives, you know, I'm really looking to create a life that's balanced in chunks, you Mm -hmm. know, 25% work, 25% exercise, 25% me time, 25% relationship. Mm -hmm. In a way that creates a really powerful whole. Yeah. And so I did that last night. Oh, I'm very lovely. loving your night. Okay, which episode did you watch? Oh, no. I watched the movie. Oh, which one? The first one. Thank God. The second one. I know. I know. Soon as Carrie sees Aiden in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. So, oh, what a lovely night. Actually, you know what? That's a night I would like to have tonight. Which is so funny because Rob was like, um, so Rob has been home all the time now Mm -hmm. because he, um, (laughs) because he, and the season is over, the Astros season is over, and Rob got a new job. And yay! We're so proud of him. I can officially announce it. And, um, and his new job is not with the Astros. It's mm-hmm. not with any sport team. And so he has regular hours. So he's home all the time right now. And mm-hmm. he's loving to cooking, which is fabulous. I love him cooking for me. And um, so tonight he was like, I think I'm going to go to Ultimate. And I was like, yes, I can get caught up with The Real Housewives, <laughs> with Shaws of Sunset, all of my shows that I want to watch. And then I called him before he came over here and I was like, um hey, so are you still going to Ultimate? And he was like, ah, I mean, I can stay home. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, I think this might be your only night to play because it's going to rain. He was like, hmm, okay, yeah, I'll think about it. And I was like, I could really use a night alone. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I don't love him. It's like, it really is so funny, though, because 
I mean, literally two weeks ago, I was complaining about exactly what you're complaining mm-hmm. about. Not complaining, but like just sharing on, yes. I wish I could see him more. Yes. I haven't seen him all week. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, I saw him all week now. Yes. So I would like a night by myself. Yes. It's the balance, what you're talking it's about. It's the balance. It's the balance. And we all need it. We all need it. And for me, right now, one other thing that's on my mind that I'm putting my attention on is the long-term gain. Ooh. Like, I can get really caught up in a couple of days yes. or a week. And like you're saying, it's like, oh my gosh, I've seen him every night for five right. days. <laughs> we, need a, we need a break. Like, a, a night where we don't see each other. And then it's like, all of a sudden... How much we haven't seen him in three days? Exactly. I need him back. Exactly. And like, can get really caught up in, oh, yeah. in the tunnel vision of a day or the span of a couple of days, and reminding myself to look outward more mm-hmm. at like the long, totally. long term. Totally. Well, it's like what we've talked about before. Something that I shared with you is that like there will be nights when Rob will work, and I'm like, oh yes, I have a night, and then that night passes. And he works two or three more nights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where is he on the right. second night? Come on back. Like, I can't believe he would leave me for this long. When <laughs> in the, you know, two days ago, I was like, I can't wait for a night to myself. So, but it really is exactly what you're talking about. It's the balance. Mm-hmm. And like finding that balance for yourself, for your relationship. Um, and uh, I think it's something that we're going to be working on forever. Forever. And I mean, even when I look at my parents... They've been yes. married a very long time, and then my dad just retired, and it's like now he's home all the time, and my mom had this life that she was yes. living with her neighbors and her friends, and so it's it's just, it's a balance. A new phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm experiencing that right now with work, too. Yes. I took the last two days off. And Good I'm, job. So proud of you. Go me. Um, and kind of. I wish I could take all today off, and I have one meeting. I have to do some work today. And though I'm not very good about taking days off. Yeah. Of, of not doing something. Yes. I not, I mean, like, even then, I'm like, oh, it's just an hour of work. I'll be okay. I'm the same way. I know there's value in that. Mm-hmm. Value yeah. in having full days of rest and full days to just have your mind on something other than mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. So, balance, people. It's what's up. Wow. What a topic today. Topics. To plural. Topics. Thank Talked you. Talked about lots of things today. Yeah. Well, oh, you had one final request for our listeners. Oh, I do have a request, everybody. Will, well, you know, I have two requests. Two requests. Number one, <laughs> will you please write us a review? Please. We were just on looking. iTunes. On iTunes. We were just looking on iTunes. Our last review was like a year ago. Will you please write us a review? We would be so so grateful it would make such a difference in our lives we love reading them we love seeing them because we want to know we're doing great well we do (laughs) we do one we definitely want that and two it allows us like with reviews to start getting more people to listen to our podcast to hear our podcast and not that it's about that for us because gina marie and i've talked for it yes we'll keep doing this even if nobody's listening and though it's what we started our conversation with. Like we want the world to start talking about more things of kindness and compassion and love and um having challenging conversations. Yes. What balance looks like in life, having more conversation around EQ, right? Emotional intelligence rather than just IQ. And that we 
have a strong belief that that is something the world needs right now and yes. it's part of the change we're committed to making and so your reviews your rating just help us reach yes. more people and connect more phenomenal women and men and humans all across the country and all around the world yes and second one please send us a TRL Send us a TRL. Send us a question or topic. We loved that question. Send please us another one. send us more. Y'all are so smart. You're so creative. Mm-hmm. So please send us some. Okay, okay. bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>